Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 58 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Devin Green. And I'm Joshua Unruh. This coming weekend, a celebration of all things geeky, is coming to Oklahoma City. Geekonomicon runs September 2nd through the 4th at the Cox Convention Center. We are maybe possibly getting some guests, so if we pause halfway through it, that means we're actually going to go open the doors here at KOSU so we can go get them. But for right now, let's just kind of talk about Geekonomicon, which we're actually kind of excited about. Uh, Again, coming to the Cox Convention Center. Way to hedge that bet. Kind of excited. Well, I I wish they were here to kind of make me even more excited about it. True story. Uh, okay, so we're just looking at the guest list, just looking at the guest list, and we've kind of geeked out about a few people. Who wants to go first? Josh. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah, sure. Who are you excited about coming one of the guests <laughs> to, to talk? <laughs> now I know why you started with me. So uh, Robbie Damon. <laughs> Robbie Damon. Robbie Damon is going to be in attendance. Now, I know that this man has done other voice acting, but the reason that I care is that he is Tuxedo Mask, a.k.a. Memoru Chiba, a.k.a. Prince Endymion, a.k.a. the appendix of the show. Your favorite? No. Is he a.k.a. your favorite? No. No, no, no. I mean, I... The side eye I just got? No, no. I I thought you were messing with me. Like with a gif. That would be great. (laughs) No, I thought... Because it was a... No. No. (laughs) I thought you were messing with me. No. Obviously, Jupiter's my favorite. Duh. Of course. (laughs) She threw down with one of the four kings of heaven before she had superpowers wow she's okay. the best okay no I, that's, no that's a resume T- topper tuxedo mask aka memora chiba aka king endymion aka prince endymion isn't he the love interest is for, the love yeah, interest that's right and that, the cool, he was my love show. interest for when i was them? 12 <laughs> oh for from 92 yeah from Moon 92 okay yeah He's kind of terrible in Sailor Moon 92. <laughs> so like, he, he does not stand the test of time as a character. But this gentleman, Mr. Damon, is the voice of him on Sailor Moon Crystal, the which, reboot, okay. the 2014 reboot, which was super amazing. I mean, it started out just okay, but by the third season just got amazing. But the, the reason I you got a little side eye for that is that they actually do in Crystal what they do with him in the manga, which is not a whole hell of a lot. Like he's not, I, I mean, uh, uh, Mr. Damon does a great job. Like I really enjoy his work as Tuxedo Mask, mm-hmm. but Tuxedo Mask as a character is not the point of the <laughs> show. And, and rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, if you can imagine how the female love interest of the male lead usually gets mm-hmm. sidelined in these things, mm-hmm. Tuxedo Mask. Fantastic. <laughs> I know it's kind of great. Firmly in. There we go. That, firmly in on that. That would be amazing. I, I you know, I, I mean, I, it's not even. Except, I don't want to sound like it's not. It's not as dismissive. Like he does the things that he should be doing. Okay, beware. Spoiler warnings abound at this point. At one point, their daughter from a thousand years in the future comes back in time, because, because stuff is weird. Because things happen. And she <laughs> is animation. hurt very badly and is kind of on her deathbed. And while. Uh, Usagi and the rest of the Senshi go to fight the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Mamoru stays at her side and basically uses magic to keep her alive. Awesome. Like he makes her heart beat with his heart so it will keep beating. But if hers stops, his will stop. So it's like double trouble for Usagi. It's pretty great. Yeah. But that's what he does. Like the whole time he's laying there, like getting weaker and weaker, like she beat Usa. You know, like that's what he's doing is keeping her keeping her alive. It's kind of awesome, but yeah. it's it's not 
But it's not, it's not the fighting the bad guy. Plot right. of the anyway, thing. Yeah. so that's more about Tuxedo Mask than it is about Mr. Damon. But he's doing the voice of the guy, and I'm uh, that's kind of cool. I'm, and he's really also, exci- I'm excited to see that. I'm looking at this. He's also done voices for uh, Star Wars Rebels, one of my favorite shows. So Who I don't is know, he on I don't, that? I, I still haven't seen any. does not say. Oh, okay. Um, I still haven't to, seen I'd any I'd have to run over to IMDb. If you haven't seen Star Wars Rebels, I highly recommend I, Star Wars Rebels because... I need them to give it to me in a way that I can... Oh, unfortunately, yes. Watch I it. had to buy it. <laughs> I, I did what you did with Supergirl, um, but I had oh, better luck. Oh, you ponied luck. up. But I had better luck. Well, yeah. Who really won here? Because I, I just knew, I'd seen the first season of Star Wars Rebels, and uh, I knew that I was going to want to see season two, so I went ahead and just gave it over to iTunes. And I will do it for, again for season three, because it, it, it's, it's, every, it's everything I've ever hoped for in an animated Star Wars show, because um, I loved Clone Wars. So, and it's the same people. Is it anything like the books? The the Rebels books? Well, they are. They're they're based off of that. Okay. They're based off of that. Because those were super so, good. Yeah. I enjoyed them and, thoroughly. And it's it's just ba- and it's going to lead. They say season three is going to lead directly to Rogue One. Sweet. So in. Yeah. I was um, in it like yeah. second. On yeah, the trailer, so it's, so. it's oh gosh, I know <laughs> it's ridiculous. Although if you have you if you have not seen the the recreated Jar Jar version of that, it is to die for. It is so funny. Yes, as in someone um, should die. It, for well, it. Yeah. No, it, no, it really it is really <laughs> cleverly done. It is. You still mad? Yeah, apparently I, I, I just don't want to hear about Jar Jar anymore it's like, is it like when people bring up Lost to me like oh, it's so good <laughs> it's been long enough we can pretend Jar Jar was not on purpose whatever no 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 Jar, no, Jar Jar's horrible but that's the whole point of this This it, it makes fun of still throwing Jar Jar and, and makes fun of George Lucas throwing Jar Jar into uh, well, into the whole yeah pantheon of oh. Star Wars yeah it was oh, a big mistake but anyway Luke-y. so so that's that's exciting so Devin, who have you got? Who are you excited about? John freaking Noble. Of course. <laughs> um, he, most of pe- most. Uh, people, I'm impressed you censored yourself. I did. I'm, I'm proud of myself, too, because I really <laughs> do call him John effing Noble. Um, he is wonderful and delightful. Most people know him as Walter and Walter Nitt on Fringe, which he, uh, he deserves all the acclaim and all the love for because he's wonderful on that. It's a great and, show all the way around. It is a one yeah and, and even after had, they preemptively my, ended it and had to come back and yeah. do more, Just I was still like, it. hey, it's still actually pretty great. Well, see, uh, Fringe is I, one of those I always wanted to get into. Do it today. Uh, but <laughs> I just I, I never so got around good. to it. Yeah. And I will preface that. I was still so mad at Lost that I didn't watch Fringe for like mm. a This is why really we were way late time. to the game. That's why I was so late to it and I finally I I saw the first Star Trek and yes. it's like, okay, JJ. I forgave JJ. The lens flares, still okay. That's the thing. I, I stopped side eyeing JJ as hard. Oh my God. Because of we that and, and some other things. That's so funny. And, and that's when I went, oh, Lost is obviously Damon Lindelof's fault. Right. And that theory <laughs> has <laughs> continued to be held up by everything that man's done with his name on what it. Except apparently, except apparently, the, the. What else is Lindelof? It's on HBO. Done? Hold on. Well, Prometheus. Yeah. It's kind of a big oh, one. Yeah, um, kind of a, yeah. Well, who's it, gonna do the leftovers? The leftovers, I hear, is absolutely fantastic, but I have not taken my time with it because I cannot trust Damon Lindelof. I'm so mad. Anyway, John Effing Noble. Right, he John is F. good Noble. as Walter. He he's was, wonderful. He was, and and, and my, my whole thing with John Noble is Denethor from, yeah, from Return of the King. Return of the and, King. He was the steward of Gondor. And yes. What? Denethor, son of yeah. Ephelion. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Did you, <laughs> he was Boromir's dad. And Faramir's dad. And Faramir's dad. 
Oh my Apparently, god! Apparently, between Devin shrugging dismissals and my side eye, so, everyone's very so upset. This isn't a video. Your, your hatred <laughs> right. so much. Your hatred so much of Lord of the Rings has kept you from seeing John Noble. I've as, seen him. I've seen him. Oh, you don't show him. <laughs> like I thought. I just. But forgot. I'm not. I'm not in the mood to go back and watch the. Like this is a perfect analogy. I am not willing to go back and watch The Hobbit for Lee Pace. This and is people this is, know yeah. how much I love. If, if you don't know how much yeah, I love, yeah, Pace, so you have no idea. Totally different than the Hobbit. And, and here's it the thing: I, Lord of the Rings is one of is is one of my books, one of my movies that I end up on a no. This is a accurate. private island. The, the analogy yeah. stands. The Lord of the Rings is the descent to madness. The Hobbit yeah, the is Hobbit. the madness. <laughs> the walking to madness. Yeah, that, <laughs> the, the, you know the, the the problem I have with the Hobbit, I've always it's that time when a when a director starts to believe his own hype. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was bathwater being drank. And it happens with oh, so many directors, including, you know, I mean, it happened to yeah. George Lucas. That's how the prequels happened, mm-hmm. was he started to believe his own hype. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I created Star I alone created Star Wars, so I'm going to go into my basement, and I alone shall create Star Wars. Absolutely. And everyone went, you know, actually, you created Star Wars, but everything after that had co-directors, right. co-writers, co... I mean, you were the not in charge. Yeah, and, and that's just, right. And Do you want to know what mind. I think really ruined the Hobbit movies? They stopped using special effects makeup and went to all CG. That didn't help. Didn't help yeah. because I've seen Rings, pictures. I've seen pictures of the all orcs. Just special effects yeah. makeup. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it gave yeah, it such a just, life. And like what? you saw the which amazingly goes white back to the prequels. That is exactly what happened with the prequels. The, yes. the Star Wars prequels. We went, went all, all digital. CG, you lose that life, and mm-hmm. it just feels so yeah. fake. And it was also yeah. they also weren't as interesting. Like I saw exactly. a guy in yeah. costume who was on set. Mm-hmm. For for one of the Hobbit travesties, and and it was uh, and he looked great. I was like, that's really interesting. But yeah, they all wind up looking like a like CG. Yeah, I don't know, like like they're putty, like yeah. they're not like like Prometheus. They're gray. And then and then yeah. it was it was just simply like the Prometheus. idea of making the Hobbit three movies. Sure, yeah, there was no business you making that. Is so ridiculous. If, look, if you want to see a visualized version of the Hobbit, and it was just mentioned in your that's right, good girl is the the Rankin and Bass Rankin and Hobbit. Bass. It's one hour long. Now it is edited. Unfortunately, so they did edit some of my favorite parts out is of the, the book. The seventies. Yeah. Yes. yes. I've yeah. seen the, it is all of those. so good, <laughs> and I've, I've got it at home. It is way the, the orcs way. on there are terrifying. Yeah. yeah oh. they are. The songs are extremely catchy, especially if there's a whip, there's a way. No, that's from Return of the King. I know, but I'm just saying yeah. I've seen all of them. The the that's uh, the yes. dirtiest right. sounding. And, and, <laughs> and, that's a faster and riddles in the dark. Riddles in the dark. Riddles in the dark. From that was so riddles in the dark. Okay. Meanwhile, John Effing Noble. John Noble. Meanwhile, John Effing Noble. Okay, you should. You should. You can skip. To just his parts of Return of the King. Although, to be honest, it kind of messes with me because he's he's awful. He like, is. like he's I mean, I know he's person. supposed to be awful, right? But, but I'm, it's the, Walter. the joy of Walter. This yes. is a little spoilery, but the joy of Walter is he starts out such a fluffy bunny, mm-hmm. and then you slowly get awful. visions of his <laughs> darkness, right? And you're like, damn, exactly. And, and then, then he goes right back to being fluffy bunny. Exactly. There right. is no fluffy bunny in Return of the right. King. What really then, impressed no, me no, in no. Return of the King, he, he's the the part where he's eating and oh, Pippin's yes. there. Oh, it is so disturbing. There's a lot so of eating. Acting. Eloquently disturbing. Well, yeah. of course, it, it helps. I don't that, like watching people it, eating. Like, Bill, that's the point. This ain't gonna do it for and you. Billy's song, point. of and, course, oh. there is just. Mm-hmm. That's actually yeah. him singing and everything. Yes, it is, and it's actually him. Him. He wrote that song with the 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 music director. They put that together. Did they? I didn't yeah. know that. They, 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 the, the, he has the, a band. The, the, the words are from Tolkien, but, mm-hmm. the, but the, the melody and everything, they- Billy Boyd has yeah. a band. Did you know that? Yes. Is it called Drive Shaft? No. 
Sorry, that was a lost joke. <laughs> but, but he's not because actually lost. That, he, it's not Charlie, really Boyd. It's it's uh, I know. Dominic. Hey, you know it was a really kind I, of I, meta. I saw the tie-in. But lost there was a tie-in. Lost was and a lost joke. I'm gonna du- I'm gonna double down. Nope on Hobbit singing. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to I'm gonna go with you on that double down against do Hobbit singing. Do it. See also yeah. dwarves. Double nope. Hobbit singing. See also. No love of watching people walk. So John so. Noble. So John Noble, who is also, also on elementary. the absolutely wonderful elementary. show Elementary. Mm-hmm. And I started I watching it, I just it. stopped. And, uh, and it might not be made to delight like you. Three. It is made to delight me. I enjoyed it. It was, I, I love everything I about thought for it. an Americanized I version love, of Sherlock, it worked. I love it. I, 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 come, I show up for the very frank and beautiful discussion about sobriety, which it is, it is, a, it is largely a show dealing with sobriety and recovery. So... If that is not something that you enjoy and that is not something like personally relevant to you, probably you know, it might not be for you. But I also stay for Johnny Lee Miller, Lucy mm-hmm. Liu, who delights me and unexpectedly. I never yeah. unexpectedly. Um, I was the same way. And John freaking Noble, who is a He's, delight in everything. You were telling me he's Sherlock Holmes' dad. <clears throat> Correct. Which is a weird choice. Very. Do they deal with the fact that perhaps naming your child Sherlock in the you know Late 70s might drive that guy to mm-hmm. abuse substances. Possibly. <laughs> Never directly. No, but they, don't they <laughs> but do don't they do kind of make because of Sure, the, yeah. Cuz they've got his brother in it. Yeah, does Mycroft show up? Yes, Mycroft. So and they kind of the worst. And Lucy Liu does kind of mention what your boys were named Sherlock and Mycroft. That's true. They do <laughs> yeah. at least acknowledge. Uh, yes, yeah. I hated them from the womb. Why yeah. do you ask? Well, and and his dad is a is a piece of work. And, well, and I But it's John Noble. The one that got me and I think it was about 3 or 4 episodes in was uh Sherlock had gone to a meeting and had explained, he said, I think I would have been better if I'd been born a hundred years ago. Yeah. At the beginning of modernization. And I was like, and he this great monologue of what would have happened if he had been Sherlock Holmes of the 19th century. And yeah, they just, they they know when he's on a roll to just let him go. Yeah. And that is one. Like, he's wonderful. Every care, every actor on that show, I feel like they give them a lot of space and it, it, it pays off. It's yeah. not, ne- I mean, it is network television to the core, but it is very, and very good. One of the few CBS television. shows that is completely on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. And who's usually CBS is so proprietary, so it, yeah. uh, but it's one of the few shows that has all the episodes running on Hulu. So mm-hmm. I, I know I can actually catch up at some right. point. So I'm, and I'm I highly recommend, I mean, it is, it is a lovely, lovely show. And I just, I'm consistently delighted. I'm and it not, has John freaking Noble. And it has John freaking Noble. I'm not sure that it didn't. It it might be on the way on the wane. Like it might be time to start wrapping things up at this point in the show. But that is not. In, that is in no way. It you know a, a yeah, recommendation I, I, to not. It's just. It's almost. A, I think it's a five seasons at this point. So you know it's had a great run. And like I said, and I just noticed as well. Sorry, totally shifting gears. Another appearance at. Um, Economicon, Ian McNeese, who you may also know as the terrifying Baron Harkonnen in the 1970s oh, Dune. Yes. He yes. scares the crud Eyebrows out of from me. hell, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's intense, and he, he looks to be still intense, so he's going to be really, there, too. I, was oh, just, yes. I just suggested reading Dune to I didn't realize that was week, him. And then was like, don't watch, then don't they said that the they movie. aren't readers, and I was like, don't watch the movie don't first. Go, don't yeah. go there. Do watch the movie. Do watch the movie. Just after, after you've read the book. Right. Yeah. For one thing, it won't make any sense no. if you didn't show Not up already knowing what it's about. Not so. at all. So I, I, I will actually have a, a link to, to the people that I want to talk about. If that if that's okay, uh, Nikki, I'm going to go on with my excited geekiness about. 
You may. Okay. You may proceed. Ian McNeese has been in uh, Doctor Who as well. That's and right. we have a couple of doctors in the house yeah. coming. I am very, very wow. excited about it. Paul McGann, mm-hmm. uh, who, of course, was the eighth doctor. Basically, you could say that he was only the doctor for two hours. Yes. Or actually an hour and a half since it was a made-for-TV movie. But uh, he went on to do, he was actually, uh, they did the big finish with him for the longest time. So he actually yes, ran as the doctor for longer than anyone else. Um the second longest would be Sylvester McCoy, who is also going to be there. Sylvester McCoy, what? of course, was there at the, when they canceled it in 1989 mm-hmm. and was the doctor technically all the way up until the movie in 1996. Yeah. So although the show that was actually running. That is an intense running, use of the word technically. Yeah, because he wasn't yeah. actually running. The show didn't run. But like uh, he's running through the Sil- streets. I'm still Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sylvester McCoy, and so you have the seventh and eighth so Doctor great. coming. I'm very excited about that. Um, also, of course, Sylvester McCoy, another Lord of the Rings reference, is in The Hobbit. He is uh, Radagast the Brown, who was, of course, not in The Hobbit. He's mentioned <laughs> briefly for like Tiny. two Radagast the Brown and two blues, and that's all that's mentioned that's in all, The Hobbit. See that, yet, okay, that was part of my problem with The Hobbit. They took yeah. like a little little footnote mm-hmm. that's in the first chapter about the gray dwarf when Thorin comes in he talks about his dad fighting the gray dwarf, whatever yeah. gray orc whatever and they turned that into three movies you yeah. can't do that no. with a half it's, it's page boring. Boring. Wait, and, you can and, and when, you and just when, have to have better writing and when you can and when you and can actually less video game graphics right yes type less things. cg's type it, but when you can actually read the hobbit in less time than it takes to watch all three movies, that's a problem. I can do that to the Lord of the Rings too if I skip all the parts where they're walking. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, and those movies I are like 12 hours between the three of them, so I could probably read the unabridged versions faster than I could watch those movies. <laughs> I've yeah. watched the extended versions. Yeah. <laughs> all, um, and Lord all the, the special features. Or of The Hobbit. I, of Lord of the Rings. I oh yeah, no, Lord of the Rings. Oh, the extended. That's all I have at home. They yeah. have the extended Blu-ray at home, and that's what I would take with me on on an island because I could watch those over and over. I again. had the Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit. No one would play with me. I'll play with you. You still got it. I'll <laughs> play it. Star I'll Wars Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, because they were like, Nick, you don't want to play with you. You yeah. always win. That's how I do with Star Wars too. I have a Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. And I want to play it. I never have played it. Trivial Pursuit or just... The Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. We'll oh, record it's, it's, it. Yeah, it's Everybody fun. will love we it. Totally we'll play it right here in the studio. <laughs> we should. I would love I'll that. lose. We'd have so much fun with that. We could have a night where we ate pizza, watched Can't Hardly Wait, and, and played Star Wars Trivial. And very, <laughs> and very quickly... <laughs> no time! No time! <laughs> we do have a Star Wars person coming. Uh, Greg Grunberg is coming. Yes, Greg Grunberg was going to... Now, and he was... Also a Star Trek person. He yes. was Snap oh. Wexley. He was in Star Trek. Well, in Heroes. He's J.J. Wexley's guy. Mm-hmm. He was in Heroes. He played Matt in Heroes. I'm looking up his face because most importantly, guys. Most importantly, he was on Alias. I never saw Alias. I never saw Alias. Oh, why did you care who J.J. Abrams was if you'd never before? I mean, Alias is the reason to care. Before you stopped caring because of Lost, <laughs> and then came back. I didn't of, care about him before. Yeah, I, I oh. never. I went into Lost. I didn't know who he was until Lost. Yeah, that's where people. I was too. Oh. JJ now, I have no idea if Alias would still hold up. My heart. But about nine years ago, I rewatched all of it, and it's deeply uneven. But it is some pretty good espionage nonsense. <laughs> okay. Did you just figure out who he is? 
Yes, Greg Grunberg, he's yeah. great. He's he's great. He's wonderful. Now, what's yeah. really funny he's is he's in a band. It, oh, is he really? With it's he's in a band called As Seen on TV. Oh, really? <laughs> Not even kidding. That's yes. awesome. With he's, a bunch of other people that are only still working because they're friends with Gene. No oh. joke. That's yes. fantastic. He's well, wonderful. And it's so funny when he, he shows up. And of course, he of showed up in Star Trek, the recent, the the more the more recent Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Trek. No Star Trek. And he's in Star Wars. He plays. He. This is great because I'm I'm into like the rabbit hole of Star Wars. I've actually read the novels and stuff. And he is Snap Wexley, who is in the books that were just recently released by Chuck Wendig, ah. uh, oh. the, the aftermath series that he oh. that is, is that's doing a full trilogy, the first and the second one. The first one you meant you mentions him as Wexley, and I actually cannot remember his first name. But then at some point, Wedge Antilles calls nicknames 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 him Snap, and I was like, that's it. That's the connection nice. between him and Force Awakens. Snap it's Snap Wexley. Wexley. Nice. And so, again, and of course, Snap Wexley is also in the more recent Poe Dameron comic books, uh, which oh, yeah, talks about his squadron. Oh, oh they're very good. I, like which is an ongoing series, I, I guess. I just stopped reading comics. Oh. I forgot to read comics for a minute. I know, that's crazy, right? I kind of <laughs> forgot to read that's comics. That's it, you're fired. You're my comic book guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're going to have no credit. I just kind of <laughs> forgot, okay? You know, I had, in your defense, you have had a lot. A lot of stuff. Yeah. I just forgot to read comics. I read books without pictures. It's fine. Yeah. What? So, Nikki, who are, you, who are you excited about? There are a few. I can, I'm excited I about Greg. I their names. So. Uh, there's one lady who's in the Assassin's Creed games. That She's in Syndicate. Uh, I actually really love her voice. <laughs> just like, I could listen to her oh, voice. How much will it cost for you to record my voicemail? <laughs> right. Ma'am. Uh, Victoria Act. Atkins is her name. She was in Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And oh, she's one of those people that I just kind of want to sit down and talk to because they did the uh, motion capture with them. Oh. And so she has like, you know, the little balls all over yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the body and stuff. <laughs> That's and what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like doubly proud of myself. Since <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep a straight face. Oh my gosh, they have Daphne Ashbrook too from... Paul McGann's It's not Dr. your Who. turn, Michael. Bobby Morris oh, from Shield. Bobby Morris from Shield. I, ha- I was going to shout out Adrian Pill. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nikki. Yeah. Nikki. But anyways, Nikki. like heroes. I, I just kind of want to capture her for a little bit and just like pick her brain. She's one of those. Who but is this again? I'm trying to find Victoria her. Atkins. Okay. Oh, we're going to top. She was a. Uh, Possibly. In Assassin's Creed Syndicate. They also have a uh, Cass Anvar from. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Well. I saw that one. Yeah. But the one that I'm actually oh, most excited go. about, I can't pronounce his last name. Devin, can you help me with that? Yeah. <laughs> Urolamu, I think. Urolamu, I think would be. I think that's Urolamu. it. I've heard it once out loud, and it sounded kind of like that. Yeah, but but he's noise my mouth. Wait, what's his first name though? Who is this guy? Miltos. 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 Urolamu. Urolamu. He's Miltos, the dancing spencer. The water instructor. dancer. Yes. Oy. The the one who and teaches. That teaches he has on, an interesting uh, fan theory. Dance. There's an interesting fan theory it's, about him. What's that? Sword fight. That in the <laughs> show. The fan theory is he sword fights. The fan theory is that hateful, hateful girl that keeps beating up on Arya is him. No, I, I don't. I don't like that. But I did. I do that like the idea. Far I do like the idea. That I didn't, didn't make it up. I do like the idea I'm that he didn't die. I'm just quoting the internet. We never actually saw him die. Listen, there's Ooh, a reason you bingo. know that Devin isn't it's the one who made which, it up which, because think, it's a fan theory. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's still if it, if it true Devin, and accurate. No, true and accurate. It's still so possible all, that all he could come back, and I would love to have him come back. And that's what. And that's you know, the character he plays for those that 
don't know who the water dancer is is Sirio mm-hmm. in, in Game of Thrones. But he's only in the first season. Right. Like, he's uh, only in the beginning of the book, too, but he's important. And, but I, like, that's what got me hooked was I, that was the character that I latched on to. I was like, totally I get love that. that character. And so that I'm really excited for that. Like, he's not a major person or he's anything. He's also a good looking dude. I don't know if you, you yeah, like, he there is that. <laughs> he's just cool. He's just such a cool guy. Yeah. And, and his so character, I'm so I agree. excited totally that he's going to be there. Like, out of everybody, he's the one that I'm like, yes, I w- that's the one I would like to meet. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I have a fencing lesson? <laughs> that, really... that might be a euphemism. You choose. <laughs> so good. Josh is on fire. He is on fire today. Come, so, for, come for the love, stay for the joke. Apparently we need to and record this late all the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, yes. So, there, yeah, there's a lot of, and I'm looking at, I, I don't see necessarily, besides seeing the people, I'm looking at scary. Hold on, I'm going to say, I'm going to call Rangers. out, there's a lot of Power Rangers, but I'm also mm-hmm. going to call call out Adrian Palicki specifically, yeah. because uh, I really, I really want to hear if she got to read any of the scripts for the failed Wonder Woman show that she did a pilot for. And and oh. and I think that she would find that entertaining because everyone else is going to want to talk to her about Agents of Shield, including shout out to friend of the show Sarah Kate of Common Room Radio, <laughs> who I sort of feel like I should go to Geek Nomicon with to make sure that she doesn't like squee out all over. <laughs> Just explode, Adrian Palicki. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's we, like maybe to keep Adrian Palicki safe. Be, yes, a little bit, and because Earth four hundred five has and sort of accidentally way, caused. Sarah. Oh yeah, but Earth, Earth four hundred five has caused some alarming feelings. About like alarming intensity of feelings about Mockingbird. <laughs> I think that's kind of great. It's no, it's because great. Like I really, I'm that's okay. So is Adrian Palicki Bobby Morris? Yes. Yes. I don't know if they ever actually call oh. her Mockingbird on the show. Uh, no. you, well, they they did once, but that's because as her as a, as a as code name. Code name. Because that's where she's going. Yeah. yeah. It was to like you know deal with the fact that they both. Mm-hmm. Off the yeah no I have very strong feelings about Bobby Morris that's we, what I was interjecting we have shocking lately. strong shockingly strong feelings about Bobby Morris in relationship to Natasha Romanoff actually I kind of love that too there's a lot going on there I, I know I'm there's so a lot of fan I'm fun so going behind. on there I've only recently caught up with Girls Blind oh, oh. yes yeah, yeah, that's cry. I I oh by <laughs> the way sorry for the yes your your uh, Zootopia you. ah right I'm right in the middle of that one and it's so freaking good I had to go home to Kevin and I'm like okay you ready for me to blow your mind <laughs> here and I drop that and I explain like the, the parallel and Kevin's like we've got to see Zootopia and I'm like yes we you did. hadn't yes. seen it you haven't seen oh, it you, surely you have children oh, yes. you've yeah. seen Zootopia I saw, I saw what, the what as well what's going on I didn't want to I kind of didn't want to go I mean all right I nothing Zootopia until a friend of mine positioned it as well, it's Chinatown with anthropomorphized animals. You'll be fine. And then I was like, well, I think I will be fine. It, it was really good. <laughs> and and so then I went and saw it. And, and I do stand by that. It has a lot to to that it owes to Chinatown. But it's not an apples to apples comparison. It and it's be. in the differences that... <laughs> yes. yeah, it's a children's show. It so, yeah. absolutely yeah, could not be. there is that. Um, but now I have not actually seen... I, I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed. I have not seen Chinatown. <gasps> It, Dude, it's a it's a masterpiece, um, and that's yes. only because I just not got around to it. But I'm going to definitely it's, watch. It. After listening to that podcast, I am definitely mm-hmm. definitely. And I've always wanted to. Go I just never it. got around to it. I think you that's should think one. harder before the sequel. But I'm not going to say don't see what the, is sequel. the sequel. The two J. Thank you. It is okay. We d- Kevin and I were debating it and never ended up googling it last night because we got off on a tangent about racism, casual racism, in a New Zealand show <laughs> we're watching. That was a whole other rabbit hole. Look out. Well, well I I only caught like two episodes, and in by this by halfway through the second <laughs> episode, their references and talking about Maori 
people bothered oh. me enough to be like, we're done. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm done with this show. You can continue watching it. But I've heard three like casually racist. Just dropped and, and just, walked yeah, past. Yeah, like she's a bit dusky. Yeah, Stuff like that. Uh, and I'm like, and we're done. Yeah. And Kevin made In an argument. In the year like, of our Lord, 2016. <laughs> it was like, it's like a show from 2012. Yeah. Yeah. It still doesn't. Yeah. It's not. I mean, I can. I, I, I get that. It's not forgivable if it's a show from like the 70s. But it's still, there's a cultural context. You want, yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. just basic. This And Kevin is like, well, but you know, you're not of that culture, of either of those. And I'm like, it's, it's racism. I can still it, not like. No. Yeah. It makes now, me that says, uncomfortable. So. Obviously, you were going to find some racism in Chinatown. It's there on purpose. Yes. And because that's it's pre-war Los Angeles. Yes. Pre-war Los Angeles, sort of a hotbed of racial tensions. Kind of an awful place I, Well, actually, always people. Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, but that's... Well, anyway, that's a whole other... If you've There's, read I got a whole other show for that, you guys. <laughs> check out, check out Girl Explained. And I do got to say, I actually do want to mention about your your talk about the... Now I've lost... Started with a G. The the character that come, who beat oh, her up... Gideon Gray. Gideon it, I, you know, where my theory is that because you were talking, you haven't, you probably haven't gotten there yet. The, no. the idea that his of his sexuality, and I think yeah, I, uh, I suspect apropos of very little that that he may be homosexual. What I that's th- what the spoiler what, for that and little, I, I think you caught okay. on. But what what I think it is is not necessarily his sexuality because I try not to put any kind of sexuality into into any Walt Disney movie because that's kind of disturbing. But because these are for children. Wait, how do you remove it most of the time? Well, right. most of them are about princesses who need princes. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah. I'm. But what? But what? Uh, I'm just saying about. Uh, but I think the. It was very clear as soon as I saw it that it was in reference to homophobia and the idea of young people who are homophobic and beating oh. up other gay people because of their own feelings oh. of, and fears so, of, about yeah. what so, they may So it's not necessarily not. that he is actually gay, but it was obviously a message that, you know, this is happening. There are people out there who are being mean and violent and bullying because they have because, because they their own their own insecurities concerned about own, what's going on right. with them, yeah. So I I, I, I that was I, part of it, but yeah. then it's also uh Judy's parents, just the way that Judy's parents talk about him. Anyway, yeah. but, again, but, got a whole other show for that. that too. Wait, yeah, no, I'm do, super do listen to Girl Spain. Anyway. Love it. Yeah, do listen to Girl Spain because. Uh, and also feels. the girl, the girl before I can't remember her name now. Jillian. Um, Jillian. I actually did a tweet. Uh, no, the girl before her, the, Leslie. Leslie. Mm. I actually sent out a tweet on that one. They talk about oh her discussion on uh, diversity in uh, in pop culture. Yeah, just diversity in pop culture, especially so in terms of Marvel good. now. How did I miss these episodes? Um, I may have it, It's it's from and from Black Nerd Problems, and I know I skipped around because I the, saw Jillian was on, and I was like, oh, well, we're we'll listen to that one. Yeah, Jillian's great. Leslie's also great. Um, I believe yeah. it. And believe Les- it. Leslie just, writes for Black Nerd Problems, which is a fantastic website. Fantastic. On a variety, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they were the whoever controls that their tweet Twitter was like going back and forth with me because I let them know that I used some of their like slang in real life so that I only good. picked up because I read their article on what what becomes their internal slang. Like, yes, I tweeted pain theme. Because yeah. of Black Nerd Problem. Anyway, it's a great website. Yeah, listen, definitely website. listen to the last three episodes with the two with Jillian and the one with Leslie uh-huh. uh, in, in Girl Spain. They're very good. So, Nikki, I'm sorry. Who else do you have there? That was it. Okay. By the way. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Nikki. To, to, to finish out the. No, that's the, a lot of video game stuff, though. I knew. Like, yeah. I could tell by and, the and pictures. I any of these. I could tell by the pictures that I was like, okay, that's Assassin's Creed, but not the one I've played. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So, I was like, that's. Syndicate's one of my favorites. I, I like the era Is of that, that one. It's like Jack the Ripper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And so, like, it's my favorite one. But is that the most recent release? I 
because they, they did a Revolutionary War one. Yeah, and they did a Pirates. They've done. Are they doing many. them chronolog like internally chronologically? Okay, that's why I wasn't sure where it was. <laughs> like, pirates come before. Have you seen the trailer for the new movie? I have. What do you think of that idea? It's my Reserve, Michael Fassburn Bender. Reservedly hopeful. <laughs> Listen, we've already seen some of the worst possible examples of video game games turned into movies. movies. Doom. We've, we've done it. We've done it. Uh, yeah. uh, Doom does exactly what it says on the tin. You've yeah. at least got that going for <laughs> at it. At one point, at one part of the, one part of the movie, True you story. finally, it goes inside his head and you see him running around like, hey, that's the part I recognize. <laughs> I know that. That's like Battleship in that one point where they go, B-12. You know how (laughs) how Josh says there's that golden age for comic books, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's five. It's kind of like that with movies, video games turned movies, because Street Fighter movie, Mortal Kombat movie. I I was around eight or nine when those came out. Love them. Sure. That's Love that them. is you are you are one hundred percent the as audience. As long as you don't yes. say Mario Brothers. <laughs> I was right. too young for that when that came out. Oh, Love it. So Any horrible. other game beyond game that turned into a movie after that? Why Bob Hoskins yeah. ex- d- 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 decided to do that, I have no idea. That that my head for like oh the rest of the week. Yeah. And then I'm gonna have to Google that YouTube video of that lady playing the theme on that crazy Chinese like three thousand year old instrument because it's fantastic. I'll put it in the show notes. The internet's weird. Have you seen that Japanese I'll put it on guy Twitter. beatbox it? Yeah. It was awesome. Because yeah. the Mario theme is is like made to delight me. It's, it's <laughs> the Mario theme's one wonderful. one of my favorite video games. Okay. So I'm still scrolling through these guests yeah. and I'm clicking on some of them that might, that seem vaguely familiar to me in one way or another. One of those Power I Rangers mean, is a gorgeous man, by the way. Oh yeah, the red one? The red Ranger? Apparently, yeah. apparently <laughs> yes. they have only that. ever hired gorgeous 22-year-olds to play <laughs> Power Rangers. They've got the ex- entire Power Rangers here, don't they? Yeah. Well, I don't know because I don't to... I don't know if they're all from the same I think they're all from pa- it's Power like Rangers. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's not the original cast. <laughs> wow, you just dated yourself and all of us. You don't well, even know that's a delight. I don't even yeah, know what you guys are talking but about. But that right was now. worth it. It yeah. was. It was. What'd you say? Oh, What's yeah. happening? She doesn't even. She probably doesn't even get it. The, the, it's I, like Menudo. It was just, the it Power was Rangers 80s, are like Menudo. It was an eighties boy band that basically <laughs> when you would yep. when you when, when you, you aged group, out age, you would age out and they would bring replaced. new people in and it was Menudo. It was the, and they were uh, they were from were they from Mexico? Possibly they were Latin American. They were they were Latin fabricated boy boy band. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and they so, were all so it's, gorgeous. It's a lot like a lot of Asian boy bands are that way. Or, yes. And, there's, and, there's and the Mighty Morphin. We just ran the name. Highly manufactured. Yeah, highly, K-pop. You know, yeah. K-pop yeah. all the way. K-pop. This yeah. is Latin American pop. Okay. And it was the same exact thing. When you aged out, you were replaced. So there were lots of different, you know, there were lots of. Unless you're a Rashi. And, and then somebody famous right Menudo's. now was in Menudo or was, they went on to do yes. something else. I can't remember who it was. But it's anyway, but, but it's like the, uh, there's a J-pop girl band that also was does it that, that guy that did yes. Rico's wife? Uh, it's like a morning Musume? Yes, possibly. <laughs> that, that has totally that basically was. when the girl gets too old, she just yeah. leaves out and they. I'm like and, tracking. Too. You know, I'm going to go on a tangent because that's what we do. Rico. The, the weird thing with the J-pop, K-pop idols, they're not allowed to date anymore. Dude, right? There's and an entire radio like they get caught like even yeah they're out and like they're so. I don't know what the word is. It, it almost seems like slavery to me. I don't know how else to it, Oh, it's no. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely it, right. They're, so, well, they're getting paid. They, they signed a paid. contract. Yes. yes. But it, it is their job. So, so indentured servitude. Yeah. Yeah. So many facets of their lives are they're controlled a, by these companies. That yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like. Yeah. Uh, music marketing 
in Asia is it's a, it's a complicated yeah it's a it's a yeah and I hate that I love it so much if you're yeah. interested yeah. there's if you're interested in a deep dive into this because it it is it's a radio lab which is a world famous podcast and uh they and have show one, on KOSU yeah that also it's true it's that well it's a radio show that that is a world famous it's it started as a podcast mm-hmm. and it's a science and understand it's a science and technology for the most part but they deep dive into a lot of things and there is an episode called k-pop and it yeah deals entirely for the hour with the k-pop phenomenon and like what it entails and it's they make everything fascinating, but it's particularly fascinating. It's a, it's a well, if you haven't checked out, it's Radiolab, do, do. But yeah, that's it. And that's on their website. The guy that I makes it is a MacArthur episode. Genius Grant recipient. So ah. that's the level. That's smart the level guy. here, people. Yeah, he's a, he's a smart that, dude. Jad Evan Rom. Jad Evan Rom. Yeah. Can we... Can it we, is my favorite thing ever. Katrina Law is also going to be at Geeknomicon. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out because that's when... Um, Era was watchable. Nissa mm-hmm. <laughs> agreed. Mm-hmm. She's yes. still there. And also, She's still hanging out. Yeah, but Arrow's not watchable. Yeah, you're right. Although I think it Although might be weirdly, it might be getting a pretty serious rework. Also, I think I think I all think of it them might are. be. And I'm really, I don't know. I mean, we Plus watched Roberta's it. Roberta's accent is just so. Mm. We watched she's, who? Katrina. Oh, she's Law. just she's amazing, amazing and beautiful. We watched it. Uh, we just binge watched it. Uh, so this was a second time and it was <laughs> remarkably fun to both watch and make fun of at this and and not in a like in a joyful way no, like the I, fact that star city because it's no longer starling has five minutes of light a day yes it does. And, oh yeah it's you know it's just the various angrier sadder gotham the city funny yeah oh Believe it's an awful it place yeah. and there's five minutes of daylight you know yeah. i love it. they they will quick cut from them leaving the courthouse to going to the office and it's dark like in that time. I mean, it is, it's kind of great. So, no, my problem was I was invested and cared and then it went crazy Mm -hmm. town, but Nissa was great. And also, um, an unexpected pick for, well, first of all, going back in time, I was surprised that they made Ra's al Ghul the, a villain on arrow. But then again, they're, they've been pulling from Batman's bench the whole time. So it's fine. But then they went with Nissa instead of Talia when Talia is the much more well-known, all yes. ghoul daughter. So it was just lots of interesting choices Good, all yeah, the way interesting around. Well, true. I think they actually mentioned Talia that she's much older in. Do they? Uh, yeah. Like they'd be better off just whistling past I that. Great. Well, they, they, they actually, right past they, it. They, I think there was one mention of, of an older sister. Uh, I don't know if they mentioned it was Talia or not, but anyway, um, I, I do actually want to mention the, uh, to round out the <gasps> doctor who uh, movie. There's also uh, uh, Eric Roberts. I, okay. <laughs> Because because I'm sitting here realizing a well I'm realizing Eric Roberts is there and then I went oh hey and it made <laughs> me think about Nikki but there is no way that we were just realizing the exact same thing at the same time okay, there's no Nikki, way what were you thinking no no Josh no no, no no Nikki what were you thinking I just realized that uh, the Power Rangers are all from this <laughs> ridiculous it's from season 21 which I watched with all of oh, it okay. with the kids. Same thing. And no, not space same pirates no. that can turn their space pirate power rangers that can <gasps> turn yes. into any past power ranger, of course, with their magic transformation thing. And they're all very fabulously pirates in it. And uh, I really, just got everything really you every all the words that just came no, out of your mouth, space when, armada. When. I, think, <laughs> I think you just caused a new podcast. To happen. Like, you I just, think you did too. It's the most I might amazing invest thing. Here. Like it's one of my favorite seasons. Actually, that's fantastic. It's been years. Like we watched it when Trent was like five, so it's been about five years since I watched it. And these but, are all the ones. Yes, these are all the ones. So you have to go genre. get. You have to take your children. 
We will find a way to make. We that totally can. Yeah. What were you thinking? Well, no, because you bring up Eric Roberts. Yeah. Who you're excited about for Doctor Who? I didn't even know he was on Doctor Who. Actually, I, I've been a big fan of Eric Roberts long before. He I was, was on Doctor Who. He was. He was in the Doctor Who movie. He played the Master. Okay, uh, he is. He is a villain on one of the greatest. I'm gonna gonna say the greatest video game change to movie ever. I'm gonna say one of the greatest movies of all time. DOA. I've never seen. Oh I've yeah, never seen DOA. Dead oh, he's, oh, he's the and dead he's the arrival. villain in it. Dead on arrival. He's, That's a Fallout Boy song. Is it Dead or Alive or Dead on so Arrival? So weird in here. I don't know because it's a, based on a video game I never so played. Totally it's called right Dead or Alive. It's not Dead or Alive. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, it is dead. DOA it's dead or alive dead for the. That's right. It is dead on because it's the DOA tournament. You, yeah, you you oh, okay. you exit only. You guys really questioning me on my video? No, no I wasn't. <laughs> I just said I don't know. But this movie, this movie, he's the bad guy in the movie. He's the villain, and and this movie, it is, it is amazing. <laughs> it is sublime. In the first maybe fifteen minutes, they introduce the the main three characters. One of whom is Devin Aoki, and she ah, is a ninja princess. Yes, she is. Who gets into a giant fight and then escapes her oppressive ninja upbringing by jumping over the the wall of the temple, and only then do you realize that her ninja temple is at the top of a mountain, and she is free falling in her beautiful kimono. She's so fantastic. Which then flies off, and she has like a hang glider. Or it was a parachute or something. But anyway, like princess, like like, into wings, and then and then the invitation to the DOA tournament comes, and then you have um, I'm not going to be able to remember her name. How old is this movie? Oh, it's yeah, (laughs) it's been a minute. Anyway, it introduces all. I don't know. Okay, but it introduces all three of the main characters in these little vignettes like that, and and I mean the first time I saw it. I got it on a whim from Netflix and I started to watch it. And I mean, 15 minutes in, I had been introduced to all these three characters. I paused the show and called like five people and was like, I don't care what you're doing. Come Come to my house right now. And they said, why? And I said, because you need to watch DOA. And when they got done laughing, I was like, you stop laughing and get your ass in the car. Was Jonathan one of them? And then no, I don't think he was, but oh, he should have been. Bad. I think and he really then and then this. and then they did, and it was totally worth it. It's it's just amazing. It's just it fantastic. It sounds fantastic, and I'm I'll watch I mean, it's it while the I'm worst. waiting for Nightwatch to come. It is the worst. I'll wait it. I'll I'll watch it. I'll find it, and I'll watch it while I'm waiting for the then your last ride. Oh, for Forever Night. night? For, forever Night. Sorry. Sorry, not night I may watch. I may have a hookup. For Getting you on my that, night shows confused. My my Canadian vampire cop show. But I did want to actually mention that uh, Yijit So also uh, is is coming. He's also in the Doctor Who movie. So it's like they got the entire <laughs> cast from awesome. the Doctor Who movie. Of course, you know, Sylvester McCoy who regenerates from the seventh Doctor in the Doctor Who movie into the eighth Doctor uh-huh. after he gets gunned down by a, a gang in Chinatown. You know, I'm scrolling yep. through this, and oddly enough, they it's don't mention DOA on Eric Roberts's uh, uh, no. bio, which I feel is a huge missed opportunity for Geek Nomicon. Apparently, you guys. I've got to see this movie. I don't. Yeah, seriously. Is this 1998? Is that the DOA 1998? 2006. Yeah, 2006. Oh, 2006. Sounds more like. I'm, 
Oh yeah. Devin Aoki well, of course, is was, oh, Dead or Alive. Like, that's why. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've ne- but you've never seen this, Nikki. Not to be confused okay. With dead Alive. You need Very you need to make that happen. Okay. Well, and as soon we'll as I heard happen. DOA, I thought of the Dennis Quaid 1988 <laughs> de- Dead on Arrival. This movie. that's fair. That's a Fall Out Boy song. That's fair. But no, this I got that reference. This is the video game that was sort of nefariously known for its bump mapping. Because they made a specific mention of it in the commercial, and it's all extremely well endowed mm-hmm. martial artists. There was a spinoff volleyball, like beach volleyball of the game, DOA yeah. volleyball, which I was a lot more entertained by and uh, as a concept because I was like, oh, so we're going to stop martial arts and just and volleyball just to volleyball. the death. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a volleyball scene in the movie is so it's really? fine. Of course there is. And they fight like in the rain, like kung fu movie style. It, listen. It's not good, but it's amazing. <laughs> fair enough. Fair I'll enough. take that bet. I'll take that bet. You, me and Devin, we'll, we'll watch it. Yeah, we will. And then Devin, let's all embarrass Eric Roberts Aoki. by asking him about his time on the set of DOA. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like Eric Roberts has risen above like embarrassment at this point. Yeah. Listen, I, he read that script and, and like, he took that job. Exactly. So. He's going to be like, baby got to pay rent. There was, a, <laughs> there, was, there was like a hippie movie that came out like in the 80s where he had he had been in like some jungle for like 20 years and they'd pulled him out as i think it was like a kind of a cheech and tong type of thing and uh so maybe not the most discerning agent george of the jungle oh yeah that's the one no 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 but yes yeah that's it looks like if barbed wire was good (laughs) i'm just going on the blonde no no half top oh and and she's amazing i can't think of that actress's name she was on um my name is earl her name is Jamie Presley. Jamie Presley. Oh, she's oh yes. Super good. Who is hilarious and amazing mm-hmm. in everything that I see. And then they have her, you know, like kicking high and beating up her dad, who's played by a wrestler that I don't know because I don't watch wrestling, which I know okay. there's a continued shock to everyone who knows me. It's it does it does still no it's bizarre it's weird it's that weird. I don't yeah so I'm I'm just looking at the schedule and they have a Power Rangers Megaforce group photo op thing going on at three thirty on Saturday tailor made for have, the Robinson household yes <laughs> firmly they've got a Mad Max to the Road Warrior special commentary screening Ooh. at five o'clock I really I really liked I, that movie but now my entire commentary for it would be be Fury Road yeah yes, yeah I yeah. like it and I'm still like mm, needs more Fury Road I, yeah. <laughs> well especially needs combined with my combined with my 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 hateful my my combined with my my feelings about Mel Gibson's hateful face so but I gotta say 530 there's a doctor who the movie 20 years later in the arena and oh, wow. I'm like uh, okay Okay, so Dude, this so Geekonomicon just looks like a lot of fun, uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, we do apologize; we were supposed to have some guests, but uh, they they had some problems, and uh, the guy who we went through his best friend is in the hospital, and so we're really just. But be on the lookout for us because we're talking with them. Hopefully, we'll be recording some live on the floor Geekonomicon reactions. We're working on that with the. The powers that geek Nomicon. Yeah. The and powers that geek. Why didn't we name the podcast this? Why didn't the powers we? that geek? There's there's a new podcast. And right that's there. such like a a little the the PTB. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Hey, so hopefully uh, TM we're, trademark we're, we're, by me. We're working. Right? That's right. Rebrand. Get off. 
there are a lot of fun Don't things going on this weekend. Of course, and it's also downtown. There's a lot of fun things to do in downtown. So I mean, there are Transformers things. down there waiting for That's Geeknomicon right. and have been for some time. So yeah. Yeah, giant Optimus Prime and bumblebees down there like, come to Geeknomicon. Okay, that's kind of great. Nerds. I don't know how I didn't see these. I've been down there. I don't either. Bunch. Maybe I they're not still down there. They were down there a couple I'm weeks ago. I'm surprised you mentioned Virginia Hay, who was in... The, I didn't even make it all the way down the list. Oh, Virginia Hay was... Uh, uh, she was in... Oh, and now I've closed I'm still the looking. Website. Who went? Who's... Uh, uh, Virginia Hay. She was in the uh, Farscape. That's because that show scarred me for life. Me and too. I pretty much blocked it. Me too. Oh, you didn't like Farscape? I uh, didn't say I didn't like it, but don't ever want to do it again. I, oh. Painful. She was Palzotan. Uh, traumatizing. It, yeah, it accidentally gave me a panic attack, and now I can't watch it. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's Real right. stories. Yeah. And she was also that's in Mad Max too. Totally fair, and you're not missing anything but a trauma. Now, I don't care at all about Babylon 5. But we should probably yeah. mention that Claudia Christian is going to be there because I know that there are Babylon 5 fans mm-hmm. in like hardcore Isn't Babylon like 5. A huge Babylon yeah, 5 probably fan? because the writing on it was apparently amazing. Yeah. Apparently I him mentioning so, this. Here is why I don't love it. Like cuz I never watched it because it looks like they made it for a buck and a quarter. Yeah. Cuz they did and I had already had my fill of Star Trek the Next Generation, which mm-hmm. was a bunch of half-ass <laughs> writing and and making things for a buck and a quarter. So I didn't watch any of Babylon five, but it's J. Michael Straczynski was the, was the creator. And I, I don't know if they had showrunners per se at right. the time, but would have the, filled that vague role. And yeah, apparently the writing is amazingly tight. Like, like there is a, there is a overarching story, like a meta plot Who's that actually he? impacts the show by show. Who, so what else did he do? Why is his name familiar? Um, Jay Michael, he was also lots didn't of stuff. He, did also do, he did Star Trek. Throw one out, didn't he? Jay Michael Straczynski. Oh, he probably did. Yeah, he did. Some I stuff I like didn't that. know who he was. I knew I knew the name from Babylon Five because uh, he started writing Spider Man comics and stuff. Oh. And when I was reading yeah, a lot of also, news, he does a lot and of, they were he, like he Babylon Five, J. Michael Straczynski. Gotcha. And this is this is uh, like the era of reading Wizard magazine, so I never knew how to pronounce any. If the name yeah. was complicated, you didn't. I don't know. know. Totally. And this was the first. I'm just going to refer to him as JMS. And I wasn't the only one because it's also like really hard to spell. But I couldn't have told you. There are comic book creators that I've been reading for basically 85% of my life that I have just figured out how to pronounce their name nice. in the last five years. That's fair. Neil, so, Neil Gaiman, for the longest time, I w- it was to me, it was Gaiman. Gaiman. Because Gaiman. Um, yeah. that's how you would normally pronounce that and name. And I still say it about half the time that way. Yeah, I, I just slip every uh, now and then. Words. Um, but, yeah. But then I, I found <laughs> and out. And I don't Because you're right. If you, when you're it. just reading, it's like, that's Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Lots of those. Oh, I, we, we do have to kind of close it down here. Any last thoughts about Geekonomicon? Super excited. I'm super excited. John effing Noble. That's the final thought right there, guys. Okay. If we can find out a way for for those two to to meet up, then we we get John Noble on the show. (laughs) It's weird, like weird two degrees of Oklahoma thing. I met his handler (laughs) two weeks ago at Big Wing Media. She works there. Maybe that's private information. Well, there you go. But she works there during the day, and her weekend job is a lot like our friend Sarah. She works on cons, but her job is handler for the celebrity appearances okay and she I feel, is john noble's handler i feel like that's the stars like aligning Devin. yeah the stars are aligning and Devin. i asked her and i gave her my phone number and my email so maybe i mean i, I, I do I think, have weird luck with celebrities i think you need to pull your boom box out and go stand on her front yard <laughs> I, well i have that uncanny knack for you know getting weird rendezvous with celebrities so 
Oh yeah. Also, a Larry Flint. <laughs> Larry Flint took me to dinner. <laughs> Not even kidding. Flew to Oklahoma and took me to dinner. Yeah. Sweet. So I do have bizarre like. De- Devin versus Larry Flint. All the fingers Kiss are crossed. Kismet with with celebrities. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe. So go see. We'll this. get a whole slew of Power Rangers. Yeah. I want yeah. all the Power Rangers. I want to go to the dinner Rangers. with the Power Rangers. All of them. The pirate Power Rangers. The, the pirate pretty pirate ones. Totally cool. All the pretty ones. They're all pretty. They're all pretty. They're so pretty. They're all they really pretty. are. Every last one of them. So yeah. pretty. They're very yeah. pretty. Yes. You know, my, I mean, for my, 22 my, years, <laughs> like they just kept hiring yeah. more and more attractive they Power Rangers. They are very beautiful people. Yeah, Of course, you know, my, my wife was thought of, they thought she was the pink Power Rangers. Obviously. Yeah, the Kimberly. Kim, 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 There's so nothing the wrong pink. with any of that. <laughs> None of that. Nothing. That's. I still think I'm just excited that I'm married to the Pink Power Ranger. Exactly. So uh, there we go. The yeah, Geekonomicon. It is September, and I just lost it. It was. I had the the September second through the fourth. This Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and this Sunday. Coming. It is going to be so much fun. Cox Convention Center. Hopefully, uh, Oka Geek make an appearance there, and. Uh, I guess that's going to do it for our show. You can check us out on our brand new website, okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. That's also the Gmail account. We would love to hear from you because we don't hear from many people. So we would love to. And also if you go to okigeek.com and you leave a message, it comes to us at the Podcast at gmail.com. So. Awesome. And you can find us, us on, yes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, anyway, that we're all there. Except for possibly Google Plus, we just uh, no. does anyone just Josh and I are on Google. Plus. I love Google. Plus. I'm actually on Google Plus, Michael Cross, but Google that, Plus that is why I knew just because everyone told me I was supposed to join Google. Really, Plus. Seriously. everybody else in the world my was phone, Facebook. My <laughs> phone notified me that it was your birthday, and I was like, "Thanks, Bing. Google Phone," Thanks, because Google Phones are amazing. No. I just didn't care it was your birthday. They keep your ish together. Oh, and I'm the negative one. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you happy mm-hmm. birthday. I wish you happy birthday that and also on our group group me website. I know too. it was beautiful. I, I, him a I felt gift. I felt a great deal of love. It was beautiful. And I love Good. the picture you sent out about what was it? You you have eight years old. Said I haven't changed my style since I was eight. <laughs> yes. uh, eight. That's me at like two. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah, that is that. probably circa nineteen seventy nine, and I am just chilling with super curly hair and a Superman t shirt. Yeah, the only thing missing would be a beard if you had had. Which yes. uh, yeah, but the beard the beard comes and goes. Uh, yeah, and my wife had absolutely no lie the best comment on that when she was like, you wore that shirt last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true, but I wish. But yeah. Of Let course. Am I not adorable? <gasps> that hair. And that shirt. I know. That shirt is. Yes. Adorable. The shirt's tits. Adorable. Yeah. Yes. Love it. That's going on the Okie Geek page. It needs right. There you go. <laughs> Make that happen. Make it happen. I'm fine with it. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, I'm Hi. Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Devin Green. And I'm Joshua Unruh. <laughs> Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs> <laughs>